0: Hey, it's Kev. Thanks for listening to the Morning X This Week podcast, a collection of clips we liked from this week, starting with this one. 104.9 The Morning X at 714. It is Kev on the 17th of January. It is Betty White's birthday. She would have turned 100 years old today, and that was the big birthday everybody was looking forward to there. But as we were talking about it earlier, it made me remember the most annoying birthday song of all time. Do you remember this from Garfield? Anybody?
1: Happy birthday, happy birthday, whoop-dee-doo, whoop-dee-doo. May your day be pleasant, open up your present just for you, just
0: for you. Happy birthday, happy... (laughs) Garfield just slams the door in his face. Then it got me looking up at other things. Uh, There's a ton of celebrity birthdays today. Jim Carrey has a birthday today. Of course, you know him from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Bruce Almighty, Fun with Dick and Jane, Liar Liar.
2: The pen that I hold in my hand. Is
0: Ready to feel old? Jim Carrey turns 60 years old today. Yeah, 60. How about that? Happy birthday, Jim Carrey. Let's give Jim Carrey the birthday song.
1: Happy birthday, happy birthday, whoop dee doo whoop dee doo May your day be pleasant. Open up your present, just for you, just for you. Happy birthday!
0: Happy- not just, not just Jim Carrey though. Uh, James Earl Jones. Happy birthday!
3: We have gone to a great deal whoop-de-doo. of trouble to select for you a very fine wife. Since the day she was born, she was taught to walk and speak and think as a queen. But father, what if I do not love her? It is normal to feel anxiety about meeting your queen.
0: Oh, man. There are very few people on this earth whose voice I would, I would like sell my soul to have. James Earl Jones is one of them. Kevin Coster's birthday is today. And of course, Kid Rock, the guy who wrote Ba with De Ba. We got to celebrate the existence of that guy today for the genius lyrics Ba Wit De Ba. De Bang De Bang Boogie Boogie. Uh, we gotta re- remember him. Tons of birthdays today. It is Martin Luther King Day as well today, but also my good friend Matt Hall, who uh, works with me. He comes on the show every once in a while and uh, he works down the hall. He's trying to hide his birthday from everybody. Uh, he's trying to, to hide us. And Joey Dick, do we have him on the line yet? Joey, thank you. Hello, B103. Is this Matt? This is Matt. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Whoop-dee-doo,
1: whoop-dee-doo. May your day be pleasant. Open up your present just for you, just for you. Happy birthday, happy- <laughs> Oh, well,
4: thank you very much for the birthday wish. I appreciate
0: that. Oh, you're welcome. I'm I'm always happy to tell a friend, uh, happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday, happy birthday. Whoop-dee-doo, whoop-dee-doo. May your day be pleasant. Open up your present just for you, just for you.
0: Hey, did you get the, uh, the uh, stripper gram I sent you?
1: Uh, I have
0: not yet. Is that on the way? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. He said he's really excited. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it is cold outside. So we'll have to <laughs> hey, happy 50th, man. Thanks. Hey, taking it One-
0: Bye. <laughs> he's not
3: 50. The Morning X with Kev. The noise is almost unbearable. You can hardly hear yourself think. Rockford's own Rock Morning Show.
0: 104.9 Morning X. is Kev. Matt Hall's in the room uh, hiding his birthday from us all, I guess. Yeah, well, it was over the
3: weekend.
4: Um, but I come in today, and Chelsea, who you hear on this show, sure uh, has gone all out for my birthday. <laughs> she, even though it was yesterday, uh, she has decorated our studio down the hall in balloons and like dinosaur themed and Ninja Turtles. It's like a five year old's birthday
5: party. It, do-
0: it does look like a five year old's birthday party. She mm-hmm. definitely stole those decorations from a child, right? But it fits me, doesn't it? Like so, she knows kind me. of. Yeah, it, it, it's weird because you are both five years old and sixty. <laughs> right? I don't know, what did you turn, like, 40? 42. 42, 42 yeah. and you have the mentality of both a child and a 60-year-old man. I know, it's crazy. You're like Yay Ninja Turtles, but you're also like,
2: they shouldn't be able to bring dogs into work.
0: <laughs> you are 100% right. I'm all over the map. I don't know where I am. You but, should just find that happy medium where you're at right now. But I can tell you, when you're Chelsea's
4: friend, she goes all out for special occasions. So, I mean, you're in it. When well,
0: she-, she loves birthdays. She
4: you does. Know, because
0: she talked about her own birthday for several weeks before it came. We did. And yeah. we, we I think we celebrate it accordingly, right, for Chelsea. Elsie's birthday yeah it was well she turned third it was a big one yeah yeah it was a big deal. I'm just I'm you know old <laughs> old mad old me. get off my load <laughs> well uh, to cleanse your palate yeah of all the crappy news over your birthday weekend there's crappy news no, there, there always is uh-huh. there's always something uh, I've got your weekly dose of good news oh good. positive news stories excellent. A potential tragedy was averted over the weekend. Of course, you heard about the gunman that went into the synagogue over the weekend. I saw something about it, but I I didn't really read up on it. Yeah, it's happened in the Dallas area Saturday. Four people were taken hostage, including the rabbi. Standoff lasted 12 (sighs) hours. But all the hostages survived, Matt. Well, good. That's good news. Yes, very good news. Because that could have ended very badly. Authorities say the gunman was a British citizen. Motive is not exactly clear, but he was demanding the release of a Pakistani woman with ties to al-Qaeda. Not sure what's going on there, but to say the rabbi stayed calm and composed the whole time, it was the big reason that nobody got hurt. That's
4: got to be tough. I've never been in a situation like that before, but I think, yeah, keeping your cool head and, uh, you know... I mean, what else can you do, really? I don't know what... You know, I was thinking, um, oh, well, I can kind of... Okay, so on New Year's Eve, I was in a gas station here in Rockford, and it got robbed. Uh, While you were there? While I was there. Not at gunpoint or anything. So this guy, this shady-looking character... um, he he was, he, I could tell he was getting ready to run. All of a sudden, he takes off like out of the store, real fast, and he leaves. And the the lady uh, at the you know the, the front desk lady, whatever the, uh-huh. at the counter, she goes and locks the door until the police come. So I was locked in the gas station with the with the clerk until the police came. And she's like, "I'm locking the door just in case he comes back because there was some stuff going on in the parking lot." And I was like, "Well, if he comes back, I'm sitting there in the Twinkie aisle. <laughs> All I have to defend myself with is a Twinkie. If he comes back in, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to
0: do with this thing." Man, that that's terrifying. Well, I mean, he didn't, like I said, he was just stealing. He just stole something, probably liquor, I'm assuming. So he was shoplifting. It wasn't like a give me all the money in the register type of situation. No, but there no was weapons. some
4: activity in the parking lot that made it seem like he was going to come back in. So she locked the door. Oh. And uh, I was like, well, if he comes in, what can I? I'm like, I'm in the hostess aisle. This is not the
0: <laughs> best aisle to be in. Mad Hall, Twinkie Avenger. <laughs> I'll squirt the cream filling in his face. That's about all you got at that point. So, I mean, there's got to be Tabasco there somewhere, right? Maybe some kind of hot sauce somewhere you could like throw it in his eyeballs or something. But it made me think, like, okay, say it did go down and he was doing, like, a, a robbery. What would I have done? You never know until you're in that situation, because human beings have this fight-or-flight thing. I was scared just by being locked in the store, and there was nothing to be scared about. Are you a fight guy or a flight guy? I'm a flight guy.
4: A flight? Yeah. yeah. I can't fight. Look at me. I don't know. I, I would never know until I got into that situation. Well, you know what, though? I think I would try to, if, if something was going down, I think I would try
0: and, and be a, a good citizen. I'm waiting for that Twinkie Avenger situation. <laughs> was, we, we should actually see if that works. Bring a Twinkie in, and we will see if you can actually squirt the cream filling from the inside. That was my we'll, plan. I was we'll, like, I don't know what to do. We'll do it in here. We'll get video of it. <laughs> okay. We'll do it in here. We'll bring we'll bring some tarps to put over the equipment. <laughs> oh, my God. That'll uh, be fun. We'll, we'll Gallagher the Twinkies. How about that? <laughs> okay. A uh, flight attendant from Salt Lake City got delayed in Kentucky last month, and uh, while he waited, he bought a lottery ticket and won 50 grand. Hey, all right. Positive news stories. Love to hear it's a good that. Good layover? Uh, and everybody's obsessed with the game Wordle right now. What is that? There's some game, there's some app with the word guessing game mm-hmm. uh, hosted by a British site called Power Language, but there's been confusion because uh, people assume it's an app, so an old app called Wordle has gotten a ton of downloads, <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. and I will say I am one of the people that fell for that. I downloaded the old Wordle thinking it was the one that everybody's posting about. And what is the old Wordle? It's just a game with a bunch of letters, and you've got to pick out how many words you can make out of the letter. And what is the new Wordle? I don't know. I haven't checked it out yet. <laughs> I refuse now that I was tricked. You tricked? Yeah. You've been duped. You don't want to do it? I get it. I get that. Uh, but check this out. The guy who owns that old app has decided he shouldn't make any money off the confusion, so he's donating it all. He's made about two grand so far, and it's going up every day. He announced the full amount uh, at the end of the month. But uh, he's going to donate all that money that he's accidentally making. Well, that's nice of him. People helping people, huh? That's How what it's all about. It? Like Matt with his Twinkie weapon, uh... Yes. Jumping into action with a Twinkie. Look out,
4: would, uh, would-be robbers of Rockford. Uh, I will stop you with a delicious Hostess treat. Could be a snowball, could be a Twinkie, cupcake,
0: whatever. Brought to you by Hostess. <laughs> I'm dangerous with those. We are not being paid to say that, okay? <laughs> no. Do not use your ding-dong as a weapon.
3: The, <laughs> <and smart> <laughs> the Morning X with Kev.
0: 104.9 The Morning X, it is Kev. Hi, how are you? I'm just having a little bit of fun here in the studio I was uh talking to somebody about how uh way back in the day the way radio people used to talk uh the, the, way, the way radio people used to talk uh back in the 80s when when people were still kind of just like uh you know doing lines off the board and stuff like that <laughs> But there's this crazy way that they used to talk, and I can't imagine doing radio that way. I mean, if you think, if you think that I have like a cheesy radio voice, some people have said that. Uh, but you should hear the way they used to do it, man. I don't have any examples, but I can, I can kind of demonstrate. Uh, like if, if, if 1049 The X was a pop radio station in the 80s, it would have sounded something like this.
1: Yeah, half past the hour, 1049 The X taking you through the best hits of the decade with Rick Astley. It's never gonna get over you up.
0: What is, what is sounded exactly like that? Could you imagine? Could you imagine if people still talk like that on the radio? Like, and took themselves seriously. That's, that's crazy. Like, you know, just. Yeah, I'll take you through the best hits of the decade on 104.9 The X. At a half past the hour, we're going to be taking the big prize van out to give out some stickers for 104.9 The X. In the meantime, Rick Astley's other song, Together Forever, on 104.9 The X. Could you could you imagine? I would have been damn good at it, but uh, I guess I'm grateful that I don't have to exude that much energy while I'm on the air.
6: <laughs> you guys are frozen,
3: Lane 104.9. Like it or not, you and your friends are a part of it now. The Morning X. what
0: well, a Morning X, it is Kev. Matt Hall is here. Matt, first, I appreciate you uh, stopping by and sitting in in Antarctica with me. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Yesterday,
4: this building was like 200 degrees, and now it's like 50 below zero. (laughs) I don't
0: get it. Uh, Well, I I may or may not have left the studio window open before I left the building yesterday. Oh, well, that explains it right there. uh, Yeah, since other people are working from home, there was nobody else here to come in and close it. So uh, the whole day and night yesterday, this window was open. It's freezing in here. (laughs) Yeah, it'll it'll warm up. It'll warm up. Um, I got a question for you. I. Somebody told me about this PSA from like the '70s. Yeah, and I did not think it was real, so I (laughs) I looked it up, and uh, it's a PSA about how to talk to your kids, namely your sons, about whether or not it's normal to play with yourself. Oh, okay, and fun. it, It showed like a young boy in bed, and his mom walks in and says this.
5: Oh, excuse me, Ricky. Ricky, I did see what you were doing. It felt good, didn't it? It's all right. We all have feelings like this sometimes. I'm just glad you're doing this in the privacy of your own room. When you're a little bit older, we'll have to talk more about these feelings and what causes them and how we can control these feelings. I'm sorry I intruded on your privacy. Yeah, you should be. I'll be sure to knock next time. Yeah, knock.
0: Would you? And this guy comes on. And this manner
7: of response frees the child of guilt and assures him he is normal. <laughs> it opens communication between parent and child and introduces the concept of responsibility for his behavior.
4: If your mom catches it, you can never talk to her again.
0: (laughs) I know. Since when is there going to be communication? Let me ask you, Kev, have you ever been caught? That was the big question that I was getting to. Uh, I can't say I've ever been caught. No, I've had people walk in on me during other things. Other things, things, yeah. Uh, Never uh, never, uh, when I was doing it on my own. Uh, College, my roommates uh, (laughs) came home early. (laughs) <laughs> well I you know what? I was able to prevent that from happening by not going to college. So uh, Oh good. Yeah. I, uh, well if you live with people if if you just live with people too
4: like you got to be very careful. You got to always make sure the door is locked. You got to make sure you know their schedules. And nowadays, you have to clear your phone history you too always
0: clear your phone history, clear <laughs> your
4: computer history
0: i mean it's uh you got it 's like c s i now these days. so the question that I put up on our Facebook page uh, you can go to our Facebook page at the x rockford and participate or you can send me a text text Kevin your answer to five nine four five seven what's worse? walking in on your parents. Or them walking in on you. Them walking in on you. I think 100. percent? Because I mean, your parents. You, you assume it's gross, but yeah, <laughs> they're probably. I mean, mine aren't, but uh, you know, look, I've never had the trauma of having walked in on my parents. Neither. But if they were to walk in on you, I mean, I mean, that's that's you know, it's embarrassing because it did happen to me. Like I. Oh really? When I was in my early 20s, I didn't. I lived with my mom, but I also didn't have a bedroom because. <laughs> For some reason, I can't remember why I was being punished, and like in your twenties, you're being punished. (laughs) Yeah, just yeah. I don't want to get into it. Uh, Okay, (laughs) um, I didn't have a job, and so like they were like (laughs) trying to make it very uncomfortable for me. Oh, I see. Um, But I had his girlfriend, and you know was out in the living room where I was sleeping, and you know my mom just came out. You know it was late at night, but she came out like for a snack to go through the living room to the kitchen, and uh, yeah, yeah. Girl was on top, and uh, very embarrassing. Well, at least you were with somebody, and it wasn't just you. I would. I don't know what I would prefer because nobody else's embarrassment is involved at that point. You know what I mean? Like, That's true. I, that poor girl had to be thirty times more embarrassed than I was.
4: Oh the ball's on you man for uh doing that in the living room. Yes, the balls are on me. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's, that's well, how you boys know, and girls for work. knowing that there's parents
0: sleeping in the adjacent rooms and could walk in at any time. Oh yeah, it is my fault. I'm not saying it's not my fault. Yeah. I I'm d- saying it's like the embarrassment for her must have been a lot worse because it was my parents. Oh probably yeah. You know like if I'd have been at her place and her dad walked in I would have been horrified. Horrified. Yeah. Like that's that's one thing I could say that I've never had happen. Being caught by the girl's parents, which has to be... Oh, that's got to be terrible. Like, caught in the act. Yeah. You know, like, like in yeah, the act. <laughs> with your hand up the shirt. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand in the cookie jar, so to speak. And there's that old, that old, you know, what do you call it? Um, adage. That old adage of the dad cleaning the gun, you know, when you walk yeah, in. That yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've had dads that were similar to that, you know, like, in my life, like, that weren't cleaning a gun, but they might as well have been. Well, it sounds like you were going on dates. That sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, dude, I had a full head of hair, you know, you. Bright, yeah. bright blue eyes, baby face. You know, now I'm uh, married, bald, and uh, a little bit overweight. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> age happens, man. And you no, know, we we can't all be like you. We can't all look like we're in our mid twenties when we're 42 years yeah, old. Yeah, well,
4: I'm getting uh, I'm getting there. I'm starting to uh, see, you know,
0: look oh, my age. So getting some laugh lines there, get a few wrinkles. Yeah, I do.
4: Yeah, yeah, I look tired all the time. <laughs> the
0: question on our social media page, our Facebook page at the X Rockward. Uh, rockward. Rockward. That's awkward in rockward. Mm-hmm. Um, is what's worse? Walking in your parents or having them walk in? on you, the, the second one. <laughs> Matt thinks the second one. What do you think? <laughs> Let us know or send me a text. x Kevin, your answer to 59457. Phone lines are open, but it's hard to get It's hard to get through to me. All right, well, I'm going back to my show. Don't come in and my, just knock. <laughs> knock first, okay? That should be rule of thumb, always. <laughs> knock first, because we know what happened to poor Ricky in that PSA. Uh-huh. You're listening to Kev. Now, what do you think of a
2: character like that?
3: 1049. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. This is from
0: Chicago's own Rise Against 1049. The Morning X exit is uh kev uh, joined by michael yes uh, My- yes michael pomandary <laughs> oh man i love it returns
8: michael <laughs> i just like anytime somebody like brings me up on stage i just want them to play that clip and go everybody michael pomandary <laughs>
0: michael pomandary
8: <Palmanderi." laughs> and then the crowd just like
0: erupts ladies and gentlemen Michael.
8: There you go. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thanks for having me back, man. I appreciate it.
0: No, it's always good. It's always good to have you in studio and uh, and well and happy and uh, cheers. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Yeah.
8: Oh man, New Year. Uh, ready to ready to. Well, I'm now ready to get started after illnesses and stuff like that out of the way.
0: New year, new you, new me, new beard,
8: new beard. Yeah, dude. So I was like sick a couple weeks ago, and I just had like no energy to do anything, which included shaving. <laughs> so when I finally was feeling well again, I was like, I should probably shave. But I was just like, I'm just gonna do the neck and let the beard no. thing go for a while. I mean, tis the season, right? And it looks good
0: on you. No, know? some Thanks, people can't man. grow a good one. Oh yeah, some people have you know it's patchy or there's holes in it. You oh know? yeah, yeah.
8: As a man who's like, Been shaving since he was 12. Like, I've had a beard since I was 14, and I've been getting compliments from men. (laughs) Grown men. When I was a teenager, grown men were giving me compliments on my beard. So. Well, you
0: got the the plaid flannel shirt on today. You got the beard. You could be the paper towels guy. I could be, yeah. yeah, My Mm -hmm. hair is
8: like nicely coiffed, too. I could be the modern brawny man, (laughs) except for I'm small. So instead (laughs) of brawny, I'd be scrawny. (laughs) Scrawny paper towels. (laughs) They're just like really tiny little sheets. They're like less. Than half the size the paper towels are right
1: now. Yeah, new half ply paper towels. Yeah, they're
8: not absorbing at all. <laughs> Scrawny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. We're gonna we're gonna get to uh, we're gonna get to our, our topic of the day. Yeah, dude. Uh, and we'll have our tool of the day coming up as well. Right now, a song nobody's ever heard before. This is brand new stuff from a group of young guys from Australia. ACDC Now. Love it. On 1049 The Morning X. With their latest. You shook me all night long. Yeah, nothing like a pick-me-up-in-the-morning from Bush there. Some happy-sounding music. Love it. Uh, it's 104.9 in the morning, X 9.17. I'm Kev. That's Michael Palmadary. Welcome back. What's up, buddy? Thanks for having me back. Oh, happy to have you. Have you heard of this PSA? This is, I just found out about this. There was a PSA in the 70s uh-huh. about parents talking to their kids about <clears throat> masturbation. Really? Yes, and it's like it's like making sure they know that it's normal, you're not weird. Uh-huh. And it's it, a, I'll just play you the audio from the PSA because this mom walks in on her son, they don't show him doing anything, they just kind of show him in bed. Right. The mom walks in and this from this is from the 70s. It's total like Brady Bunch style decoration in the room, stuff like that. So okay. keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. Oh,
5: excuse me, Ricky. Ricky, I did see what you were doing it felt good didn't it oh my god it's all right we all have feelings like this sometimes i'm just glad you're doing this in the privacy of your own room when you're a little bit older we'll have to talk more about these feelings and what causes them and how we can control these feelings i'm sorry i intruded on your privacy you should be be sure to knock next time okay
0: so then this this voiceover comes on and starts talking here in a second. Uh, this
7: manner of response frees the child of guilt and assures him he is normal. <laughs> it opens communication between parent and child and introduces the concept of responsibility for his behavior. <laughs>
0: Something that actually was on TV in the
8: seventies. I have so many feelings about this right now. First off, the way the mom was talking to the child made it sound like it was the beginning of a porno. Not only that, but why is there music underscoring this? Like, is this a is this like an eighties nineties like family sitcom like Full House or something like, like that? It was like
0: weird acoustic guitar music yeah, in the background. I felt yeah. like
8: John Denver was going to start singing or something like. that. And then, so like, did the guy like walk into the kid's bedroom? While the kid was trying to like take care of himself, or where was this guy doing the voiceover?
0: Well, I don't know where he's coming from. It, it might have been God. <laughs> we don't know where. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it was God, probably. Talk You're to your okay. Kids. You're okay, my child. <laughs>
8: you are perfectly fine. So,
0: have you ever been caught? No. no, no,
8: no, never been caught. But my dad made jokes about it all the time sure. when I was growing up. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's just like uh, people talk about this, but they never tell you how to do it. You and know that's what something I'm you discover on your own. And that's yeah. something you have to feel like. There's no pamphlet on that. They can tell you like, hey, this is a time in your life where you're going to start experiencing all these different feelings and hormones. But there's no like how to of this is how you do this thing.
0: Like you have to figure that out all on your own, which makes you feel like a freak. Yeah. And then and then your older brother at family parties will be like, oh, it took you 40 minutes to go pee the other day. Yeah. Huh? like, exactly. yeah.
8: You're in the bathroom an awfully long time. Be quiet, man. We have three bathrooms. Use one of the other ones. <laughs> and then there was
0: always those myths. They would tell you you grow hair in your palms. You remember. Do you remember that myth? Are you kidding me? Growing up, people called me Michael Palms are hairy Look <laughs> at me. <laughs> there was no hiding
8: this. I wore gloves all the way through grade school, middle school, and high school. <laughs> you had hairy hands in grade school? Uh, dude, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So when I was like in fifth, sixth grade, the girls would have like a contest with the boys and line us up to see who was the hairiest. And I always won, but it felt like I always lost. <laughs> I was always a freak, man.
0: Uh, so the question of the day is... Uh, now, uh, we're talking about you being caught by your parents. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the question of the day on Facebook is, what's worse? Walking in on your parents – your parents walking in on you. See, I don't know because either way you
8: would be scarred for life <laughs> right. and you wouldn't be able to get either thing out of your head. I would almost say that walking in on your parents might be a little bit worse than them walking in on you. Well, it depends on what age you are when it happens. <laughs> right. Like, if I'm in my 30s and I'm living with my parents, then that's just like you're,
0: you're a little more mature and can handle it a little more at that point. Like, that's ooh, fair. Okay. yeah But right. I should also be more aware of locking doors. Right. Or just yeah, don't walk in without knocking. That kind Right, of right. Exactly. When you're yeah. a kid, you don't have those manners. You know? no, 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 no. Yeah, you
8: also don't have the wherewithal, too.
0: Parents are bargers, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're not one for knocking on doors, too. <laughs> yeah, there comes a certain age where you have to make that decision. I need to start knocking before I walk into Johnny's room. Oh, my room. gosh. I, <laughs> so, like, I watched the movie American Pie for the first time with my parents.
8: Yeah, 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 it was very awkward, but luckily my parents are hilarious and they have a sure. wonderful sense of humor and they thought, like, my parents are the ones that introduced me to, like, George Carlin and, oh, yeah, like, yeah Mel Mel Brooks films Same. and things yeah. like that. Like, I watched Blazing Saddles when I was, like, six years old or something like that. So they're cool, but, like, it was weird being a teenager watching that with my parents for the first time.
0: You can participate in the conversation on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. <laughs> uh, what's worse, walking in on your parents or having them walk in on you? One guy said, well, maybe your parents could walk in and give you some tips on how to do it better. <laughs> which, no, uh, I don't want any. <laughs> which seems a little bit Um, a little bit excessive. But you would think I would know how to knock. You you should. Yeah, you should. That's true. You definitely should. Hey, we got to do the Tool of the Day. Uh, That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the Day. Your Tool of the Day, as always, powered by Retool of Rockford. They buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese, and we make fun of tools. (laughs) Look at that. that. The match made in habit. Uh, So this takes us to Canada today We don't often get tools of the day from north of the border I love it though It's always good to bring in another country. Exactly. Uh, On Sunday, a young woman near Ottawa decided it would be a good idea to take her car onto a frozen river Mm -hmm. and drive down the frozen river. Okay, as you do in Canada. As if it were a road. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, I mean, she sped down it. Somebody who lives next to the river got footage of her car flying by. Uh, That's not even the craziest part of the story. Okay? We're not even to the tool of the day part of the story yet. Great. Already seems dumb. Yeah. But it gets worse. Um... Her car eventually hit a thin spot in the ice and broke through. As it should. Of course. (laughs) As nature would have. Yes. Uh, So it's sinking in the freezing water. Random people are uh, trying to save her using a kayak. And uh, one of the guys who helped said you could see her start to gather her stuff in her purse. (laughs) She's (laughs) gathering her belongings. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, everybody on the shore is yelling her to just get out of the car. And so she eventually does make her way onto the roof of the car. And while they're trying to get to her, she stands up on top of the car. And starts taking selfies. Are you serious? What? (laughs) Oh
8: my gosh. Was she like live streaming that the whole time? I'll tell you what, if she was in an ice river, then she was in a live stream.
7: (laughs) Oh,
1: Oh, oh, there
8: you go.
2: Oh, God. Dad jokes, dad jokes. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) White guys hit their 30s and they make dad jokes. jokes. (laughs)
8: Well done, man. Well- oh my gosh. Here I am live, drowning with my car. What, you know, what won't people do for the TikTok and the Instagram? For any kind of attention. Oh my gosh, that's terrible.
0: Just for a little thumbs up on the internet, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it worth the 37 likes you got there? promise you it was not probably oh my gosh she could because she's now facing charges for a dangerous operation of a motor motor vehicle and could lose her driver's license and it's not clear if they plan to tack on other charges too so she's definitely off to tool jail yeah 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 Yeah. uh so we're going to see what happens there but yeah maybe just don't drive on a river
8: well i mean i hope it was worth it for the grant but like i said i was a delivery driver and there are sometimes you cannot tell how deep that water is until your engine is fully submerged into it and you got to get a new car Sounds like you're speaking from experience, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm the tool of the day, too.
0: <laughs> well, you can, you're allowed to be. <laughs> well, thanks. Don't, don't be a tool like this Canadian fool here or like Michael. Yeah. Aspire uh, for more. And if you want the right tool for the job, Retool of Rockford is on East State <laughs> Street next to the Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, sell, and trade tools. Go and see Dave. Tell him the Morning Accenture. Visit rockfordretool.com.
3: Rockford's own Rock Morning Show. Yeehaw! that's It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Cab.
0: night The Morning X with a brand new band out of the 80s called Quiet Riot in a song called Come On. Feel the noise. Do you feel it, Michael? I do, and you know what? I feel like that band's going to be something.
8: They're going to make it, man. <laughs> those guys are going places. They're definitely going to make it big. <laughs> I hope more
0: people hear about them. Uh, do you have shows to plug? Don't plug them yet, but do you? I do. All right, well, we're going to hear about those uh, in just a little bit. We're going to have the Real Rock Report as well. New rock here from uh, Three Days Grace, so-called Life, Son, The Morning X!
3: The Real Rock Report on The Morning
1: X. It is time for The Real Rock Report at 948. Powered by Oscars Pub & Grill and Jack's Pub. And with the report, as always, it's Lou. Rolling Stone's list of the highest paid musicians for 2021 is out. Bruce Springsteen led the way with $590 million earned last year. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, also pretty high in that list. They racked in $145 million last year. Now, how did all these artists manage to pull in such crazy numbers? I mean, the Chili Peppers didn't even tour. But well, what they did was sell their catalogs. That netted Springsteen a half a billion by itself. Chili Peppers pulled in $140 million for the rights to their music. So, really? I mean, they made $5 million last year, if you don't count selling off your catalog. Coheed and Cambria have titled their new album, Vaxis Two: A Window of the Waking Mind. It'll be out May 27th as a limited edition box set, including a 96-page illustrated hardcover novel that comes with the album. And Thursday night, Ghost going to perform on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Might be worth staying up to catch that. Or, like everyone else, just watch it the next day on Facebook and get some sleep. That's your Real Rock Report, powered by Oscars Pub & Grill on East State and Jack's Pub on North Perryville, both open at 11 a.m. I'll set you up with 475, Captain Morgan, Tito's, Jameson, and Screwball every day, plus 425 House Wines daily.
0: Thanks, Lou. Appreciate that. And, uh... We're not making that kind of money, you and I. Oh, my gosh. I, mean, well, I wish. Springsteen,
8: $590 million in one year. I mean, sometimes I can't even wrap my head around those numbers because I oftentimes get paid in drink tickets and I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's what happens
0: in comedy sometimes. Ooh, that's Some, what's real, man. Sometimes they're like, here's five bucks. Yeah, or, exactly. Or, you know. It's
8: part of the hustle and the grind, man. You got to earn your keep. Pay you got to earn who's. your stripes, man. <laughs> Michael Paul
0: and studio. My friend, what's up?
8: Uh man, just you know got got some shows coming up. Got a show coming up uh this Saturday night, January 22nd. Fats Productions presents is going to be bringing some live comedy to Hope and Anchor. Uh, so if you want to come see some live comedy, that's this Saturday night. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are $5. So please call Hope and Anchor because uh, you're going to go ahead and have to reserve a table for the show. The number for Hope and Anchor is 815-633-2552. Again, that's 815-633-2552. Uh, we've got a pretty great lineup for the show. We've got uh, great Chicago comic uh, Blake Burkhart as uh, the headliner. I love working with with Blake. He's Blake one solid, of my favorite yeah. He's so good. Uh, and then our main feature is Michael Myers. Uh, and then our guest feature, a good buddy of both of ours, which is Tim Brennan.
5: Oh, and then,
8: my uh, friend. My, but yeah, good buddy of both of ours. And then uh, I'll be hosting that fantastic lineup. So again, Fats Michael! Productions. Pre- <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I just want to take that clip and then just like anytime somebody introduces me, just, just have him do that. Be like that's, that's. <laughs> Ladies that's and gentlemen, my Michael! <laughs>
3: uh, Michael. 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 Michael.
8: Michael. Have that Michael Jordan. I want to be like Mike.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, self obsession. Exactly. Fine. Well, <laughs> you know? Uh, no, that's cool, dude. And, and I tell you what, Hope and Anchor is probably my favorite venue that you guys put shows on. Thank you. I mean, it's set up perfectly for a show. It is, yeah. Well, it's
8: nice because it's got a room separate from the bar and it's got a little stage that we have there so it definitely gives us a, a very much like a club-like atmosphere. And we're starting to find that we're, we do so many shows now. We do like six shows a month now and uh, people are starting to get the word about these shows. So we, we now have a lot of more people coming out specifically for comedy. So the word's getting out there. And if you want to follow us, follow us on Facebook Fats Productions Presents. Also, if you're on the gram, the Instagram, you can follow us at at Fats Pro presents.
0: Uh, yeah, go out and support live shows, live comedy. I know things are a little bit rocky right now with uh, you know uh, Omicron variants and all that stuff, you know. But uh, if you can, yeah, if y- you're healthy go out and enjoy a show. You know, it's one of
8: those things where it's just like, I, I find that if like the venue is okay with it and the people that work there are okay with it and the performers are okay with it and people want to come out and see a show, then like, why not? Let's do this. But if you have if you have any concerns, you know, you can always call the venue and ask them like what maybe protocols they have for it. You know, we always make sure that our, our performers are vaxxed. We always make sure that, you know, people, you know, have been quarantined if they've been ill or anything like that. So we do go through things, you know, as safely as possible. And, you know, even the venues have a Accommodated for uh, social distancing That sure. type of things We always wipe down The microphone Or you know Anything like that We always put the safety Of the performers The venue And, and our and our patrons first
0: And I will say that About comedy producers uh, Since the pandemic started mm-hmm. You know Whether it's in Rockford Or Chicago They're not messing around No you know, not at all They're going to do it safely And they're going to they're gonna Make sure that you feel safe As, as a, exactly. a, a patron as exactly. well Exactly
8: So if you want to come out You want to have some laughs We've got live comedy In the area Like I said We do six shows a month So this Saturday We've got it at Hope and Anchor And we've got plenty any more coming up throughout the year.
0: Come out and see what real stand-up comedy is like because you can turn on a Netflix special all day long. Right. But until you go out and and see a local comedy show you don't you don't see the belly of the beast well and that's
8: the thing is like when you go on netflix you get to see one person's special something that they've been working on for a year probably more which is awesome if you want to focus your time on that one person but one thing i love about live is you get to see a couple of different styles of comedy you get to see a stand-up show you know and you get to see what a live comedy show is like which is far different than having a screen in front of you we you, can hear you when we're on stage believe yeah, it or not
0: and you get to see what those people on netflix
8: were doing as they were coming up prior to that special so like when you go and see a live comedy show and listen you and I both have worked with some people who are absolutely incredible who oh, I've sure. seen people in the many years that I've been doing stand up in bar open mics that now have Netflix specials so you just yeah. never know when you come and see a live comedy show who, who you're seeing now that within <laughs> the next few years could be somebody on a Netflix special that you eventually yeah? watch
0: dude I've worked with uh, Michael Palisak oh yeah uh, who was a finalist on Last Comic Standing uh-huh. he had his own half hour on Comedy Central He's been on like countless late night shows, and uh, he'll still come into like when I used to host an open mic, he used to come in and be like, "Can I?" Can I get on stage? Uh-huh. Can you fit me in? I'm like, no. Yeah, no, no, God, no. Let's finalists see if we can, on can find Comics some room day. on the, on the
8: <laughs> Well, I remember when I when I lived in Portland, Oregon, which is I when I really started pursuing stand up, I would go to open mics and I would see guys like Ron Funches, Ian Carmel, Shane yeah. Torres, who are huge in comedy now. They have specials. They've been on late night talk shows. You know, they
0: tour all over Shane the country. Shane Torres, he's got like a like a viral Conan clip.
8: Exactly. He's also got a Netflix special. Yeah. I mean, these are guys who have written for late night TV, they've been on
0: TV shows. You never know who you're going to run into out of a local comedy show. Exactly. Because, because there's, there's pros out there that are working stuff out, man. Exactly. So, and, uh, you know, Blake uh, Burkhart at your show this uh-huh. weekend... Totally, totally funny dude. You he's get, been one
8: of my favorite comics for years. He works at Laugh Factory. He works at the comedy bar. He's a regular at those places. So, I mean, that's that's who we at Fats Productions presents. Bring in. We bring in people that you see in Chicago, Milwaukee, Madison, even Iowa sometimes. Uh, and these are people who are like working comics. These are club comics sometimes. And many of them are touring comics as well. You're gonna be presenting the chest hair that you're presenting today at the, <laughs> at the show <laughs> this Listen, weekend. Man, there's there's no way I cannot present the chest hair. It's, Michael Palmieri always- in
0: a V neck is a vision.
8: <laughs> Let me tell you what. That's the thing is, like, sometimes like my chest hair and my neck hair meet, so it looks like a hair ascot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Michael Palladary's hair tie, everybody. Exactly, Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm
8: going to, like, tie it into a bow one of these days.
0: He's the only guy who can grow a Windsor knot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a bolo
8: tie, it's a hair bolo like, tie.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I look like a hairy rancher. No, you look handsome. He's going to be on the scrawny paper towels. <laughs> uh, not brawny, but scrawny. Scrawny. Yeah. I'm a new
8: face of scrawny paper towels. I can't wait, man. See, Maybe
0: I will make the kind of money that Bruce Springsteen
8: and the Red Hot Chili Peppers are making. You know
0: it, man. You, <laughs> you know it. But uh, Michael can't get there without your support. So going out to uh, Hope and Anchor this weekend. Yeah, please. And any other shows we have in the
8: future, please, please follow us on Facebook and please follow us on Instagram and come listen to or listen to me on the radio. Come come see our shows.
0: 1049, the Morning acts is 713. It is. Kevin, I think of all the morning shows in Rockford, we got a lot to brag about. As a matter of fact, we got listeners from all over the country who tune in to our show every single day, including in America's sweatiest state, Florida, and of course, our Florida correspondent, Josh from Pensacola, checking in with us. What's going on, Josh? Oh,
7: Sam, oh, I've been out of work for 10 days because of COVID. You got it? Yeah, it's my second time getting it. You know, the first time I had it because all the cool kids were getting it, so I caught it the first time. Oh, so you were follow-
0: you're just following the trend and getting COVID for fun?
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, it killed. It about killed me. the Second time, I mean, it was just a headache and running nose.
0: Are you feeling better now?
7: Oh yeah, I mean, it sucks. I can't go back to work. Like I got two jobs. And I work at the CMP still, and I work at Circle K. And uh, they won't Circle K won't let me back. And probably all HR. Or so, and I've been trying to contact them for a weekend. They haven't been replying. So, what are you gonna do? Uh, probably work the first job. I'm probably work on the street, like the street corner. You're gonna work the street corners? Oh yeah,
0: selling drugs or your body?
7: Probably my body. <laughs> probably your body. It's good. I'll you know, take all part of the payment. Food stamps, uh, uh, cash. You know the good part about it art. is that
0: when you sell your body, a lot of times the drugs come free. So you know you're, you're just going to pick somebody up that has a nice bag of smack for you. <laughs> well, how are how are things down in Florida? Otherwise,
7: oh, otherwise, man, dude, look, this 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 weather is bipolar, man. Lily, it would rain, cold rain, right? And then next thing you know, it'll get hot. And then later at night, it'll get down to 20 degrees. And then the moon's so bright, literally, it doesn't even feel like it's nighttime. That's how bright it is outside. That is
0: literally the first time I've ever heard somebody complain about the brightness of the moon. (laughs) You're you're on your mind, aren't you? A little bit. I'm misunderstood. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for the call, Josh from Pensacola. We We appreciate you updating us on the state of things down in Florida. And, uh, thanks for calling somebody in the Midwest to complain about the weather in Florida.
3: This is The Morning X. If spilling hot coffee on your crotch was a morning show. Ah! That would be us. at six thirty
0: three on one oh four nine the X, eight one five eight seven four two one oh four is the studio line.
1: Hi, you're on the air. Uh, my guess is a bed post.
0: Uh well, yes. your guess for what?
1: Uh, do I
5: have the wrong person? Oh, wait, so a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You
0: you heard a contest, right? Yes. What are you trying to win? Um, the ice tickets. ticket. Icehawk tickets. Now, what station do you think you're listening to? Uh ninety seven Z OK? No. You called one oh four nine the X, man. We couldn't be more different from Z O K. Oh my
5: God. <laughs> you think I'm you think I'm Steve Shannon? Uh, I just moved back to this area. In my defense, <laughs> I haven't listened to any of these channels up here in 30 years. <laughs>
0: yeah, I could be Steve Shannon if you want me to be Steve Shannon.
5: Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed and so sorry, but no! win. <laughs>
0: don't be embarrassed. That's hilarious. I, like, I love you I anyway. What's that. your name? My name is Denise.
5: Hi, Plutters. Denise.
9: Hi, Hi I'm,
0: I'm Kevin. I'm the morning host on 104.9 The X, and I highly recommend you ditch Steve Shannon and come hang with okay. me. <laughs>
5: Well,
0: I'll tell you what. I am going to give that a shot when I hang up.
5: I'm flipping it right over to 104. Excellent. Great. We rock harder. All right. But the question begs still. Did I win something? Uh, if the
0: answer is bedpost, uh, then you're wrong. Because, uh, oh, damn. Okay. Because my question was, what's my favorite thing to put out my butt? And that's not it. Oh, okay. I'm not even going to go there. So you win. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> 1049 in the morning, exit is Kevin. Matt's here. Hey, good morning. What's up, buddy? I was hoping that uh, you'd be awake this morning because you were going to try that NyQuil chicken that the TikTokers I'm not are that eating. I am dumb. Come on. <laughs> People cooking their chicken in NyQuil. I Stop understand. being stupid out there. <laughs> well, they stole my idea because I made Viagra tacos. <laughs> how that work one? out? Yeah, I got a bonerito. Yeah, We're right. <laughs> if tacos last for more out for more than four hours, consult a physician. Yeah, you pair that up with some Xanax body spray, and you're going to be hot, That's man. Like, What's wrong with people? The chicks will be all over you. What is
4: wrong with people? I don't understand these challenges.
0: <laughs> I tried the Suda fettuccine; it was awesome.
4: Oh, no, huh? was it good? Yeah, that yeah. Was
0: delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for nerd news. Oh my god, nerd <laughs> news. Nerd news is not just for nerds. This is just pop culture stuff that doesn't involve Kardashians or Kanye. Yeah, that's all. And I'm tired of hearing about those people. (laughs) Well, we'll start with the video gaming world. We'll stick with the nerds to start off. Uh, The gaming world all abuzz after a big announcement that Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. What is that? Which means, and I'll explain it, that the company that owns Xbox now owns Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Diablo, uh, and other such games. Which okay, means that future Call of Duties might be exclusively on Xbox. Oh, that's
4: not good. That's not good at all. No. That's not good for, for anybody. They won't do that. There's too many people that have a PS5, you know. And
0: Well, they bought Bethesda as well, which means that any Fallout games that come out might be exclusively on Xbox, too. So Xbox well. is just taking over the... Yeah, they might monopolize everything. Uh, man, why do they got to do that? I don't know. They're trying to sell their Game Pass. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. Remains to be seen how the issues of sexual harassment that have loomed over Activision Blizzard will be handled. Of course. Of course. There's that, that too. Why not? Yeah, I mean, the gaming world, it's heavily male run. Yeah. And uh, the ladies that work there are tired of it. I thought they were
4: afraid to talk to girls. That's why they play video (laughs) games. (laughs) Watch it now. <laughs>
5: well, <what you> know? <laughs> uh,
0: just joking out there. Don't get your on a bunch out there. You remember when Tyler Perry retired the Medea character back in 2019? Oh, he retired her. Well, your dreams, Matt Hall, have come true because she's back. Oh, thank God! A new Netflix movie called "A Medea Homecoming" is coming out on February 25th. <laughs> Great! I signed when, me up. Remember when you were crying? That Medea was gone. You know, I, I think I took a day off work. I was like, I can't even come in today. Matt went home and uh, he put on like a funeral costume and you know went and watched all the Medea movies with tissues. How many is it? Like Ernest? He it has, pretty much is Ernest at this point. He, he goes to—I mean, he's got like five or six Medeas, right? Medea goes to the bank. Yeah. Medea <laughs> saves Halloween. You know. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> Medea saves Christmas. Basically, yeah, it's it's uh, it's Ernest again. <laughs> Uh, but he's bringing her back because he thinks the world needs comedy. The world needs a belly laugh, and he says he did it because what tool he had in his arsenal that could bring that kind of laughter? Medea.
4: Well, looks like we're still going to be needing a laugh after Medea.
0: <laughs> I've, I've seen bits and pieces. I can't. I can't get behind it. I don't know. I've, I'm just like, what is this? Maybe will we'll Maybe we'll get the laughs we need here because uh, there's going to be a Weird Al Yankovic biopic. I love Weird Al. And who is going to play Weird Al? Matt Hall let's see uh Tom Holland who is spider-man <laughs> no another guess uh I don't know weird al uh, some some skinny white guy probably I don't know well you're you're right with skinny white guy uh keep guessing I want to see if you can get there
4: uh, all right um <laughs> nerdy who's that guy Jesse Eisenberg mm-hmm. the guy who played Mark Zuckerberg
0: that that would have been an okay guess he's got the kind of curly hair right yeah, yeah. kind of nerdy he could have he maybe could have done it but uh, you're on the right track with nerdy skinny white guys Uh, But don't think American, if that gives you Don't think American? Yes. I don't don't know, then. Who is the nerdiest British character you can think of? Who's that Harry Potter kid? You are absolutely right. (laughs) What's his name? Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) Who played Harry Potter is going to play Weird Al Yankovic. Is Weird Al British? I didn't know that. He's not British. Oh. He's not. But Daniel Radcliffe can do an American accent. I've heard him do it. Okay. Uh, And he's going to be uh, playing Weird Al. And Weird Al... He's okay with it. He's actually thrilled that Harry Potter's going to be playing him.
4: I love Weird Al. People who say they don't like Weird Al. I just, I can't, I'm sorry. Are there
0: people who say they don't? There
4: are people that say they don't like Weird Al. Just
0: stuffy people who don't like a laugh. He who is tired of Weird Al is just tired of life. I got to find out what my friend Doug uh, thinks about this, because my friend Doug has an entire wall of his apartment dedicated to Weird Al. How old is this this gentleman? He's my age. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's like, and he'll call me up and be like, yeah, I added something to my Al wall. Like he goes, he goes to Al concerts,
4: gets autographs, and like puts up stuff on his Al wall. I hear weird. I never went went to one, but I hear his concerts are great. His costume changes. He does all this, all the hits, dude. And he is a musical genius. He's very, very. He's a good
0: musician. You know him for doing like song parodies, but like he composes. Like he actually writes his music out on like note, like notations, and all that. What's your
4: favorite Weird Al song? Oh man, there are so many. I I mean, I like the old stuff from the '80s.
0: I'm a big fan of Christmas at Ground Zero. Uh, One more minute is. Another classic. I like. Uh, you ever heard another one? Rides the bus. Yeah, of the his, hey, that he's was gonna sit by you. Yeah. Another one rides the bus. Yeah, that was from like the My Bologna days. Yeah, the yeah one, that's dude. the Weird Al I really like the old school 1980s Weird Al. But even <laughs> his new stuff is brilliant. Of like, course, his polkas are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you want to do a Weird Al deep dive, you could. You could be. You could. You could be entertained all day long. He's great for sure. Uh, and that, my nerds, is your news. Now those words you'd long
3: for your whole life.
2: I've got a turtle head pork and
3: More on The Morning X after this. So I'm
0: not really into Pinterest or anything like that, but they have been predicting style trends for 2022 based on internal search data. And coming back in 2022, we can expect to see mullets again. Yes, Kid Rock fans rejoice. The mullet is coming back. Other things on the list, night dresses, bedazzled accessories, Tooth gems. So I guess you could have, like, emerald fangs or whatever. Pearls, high-puff hairstyles, checkerboard patterns coming back. Rick Nielsen, looking at you. Vibrant, colorful out- outfits coming back. Uh, luxury makeover to non-traditional spaces is another trend that's coming. Like, if you got a basement, a garage, a laundry room, uh, making it look all highfalutin or whatever. Hellenistic jewelry inspired by ancient Greece. And get this, goth business casual. Yeah. 2022, according to Pinterest, is going to be the year that you walk into your accountant's office and uh, he's wearing a tie, but he's also wearing jinkos and black nail polish. We're going to
3: take a break because sitting on your ass and drinking coffee in between fart jokes is just so exhausting. 1049,
0: The Morning X. 1049, The Morning X. It is Kev, and uh, I want to give you a little bit of a tip this morning. I'm no life coach, but I'd like to give you a little bit of a pick-me-up in the morning, a little bit of uh, tips to help you have a successful day. Help you have a successful morning. If you don't feel like a real adult, here are five morning habits that'll make you feel like you got your life together. Number one, use an actual alarm clock. When your phone is your alarm, it's the first thing you look at so you end up starting your day scrolling through texts and social media. That's why an actual alarm clock might be better. Bonus points, if you wake up to your real alarm clock, don't hit snooze and give your wife a nice big Dutch oven underneath the covers. That's right. That's where you fart under the covers and pull the covers over your wife's head so that she's trapped in there with it like a Dutch oven. Number two, start with 30 seconds of gratitude. Being thankful is good for you and it doesn't take long. Just half a minute to be thankful for something in your life when you wake up. Even if that thing is just a comfy bed you get to sleep in, the breakfast you're about to eat, or the fact that you have a nice big heavy comforter to trap the gas in when you give your wife a nice big Dutch oven. Number three, set a daily intention, or better yet, set three. Three goals, three things you want to accomplish that day. They don't have to be big. They just need to be realistic, like take a hot shower, crank one off real quick, and give your wife a nice big Dutch oven. Drink a glass of water. This is number four. Now, this is the simplest and easiest one to do. Fill you up a nice glass of water, chug it down, which in turn fills up your stomach to push the gas out to give your wife a nice big Dutch oven in the morning. And number five. Exercise. I know nobody likes to exercise, but it does release endorphins, which help relieve stress and just uh, gets it out of the way so you won't get lazy and skip your workout later on. Not only that, it helps to shake out the gas you're going to need to give your wife a nice big Dutch oven. And these have been five tips to get your day started off on the right foot.
3: The Morning X with Cav. The noise is almost unbearable. You can hardly hear yourself think. Rockford's own rock morning show.
0: The morning X. It is Kev Matt Halls here. What's up, Matt? Hey, good morning, Kevin. Yeah, so you know what today is. Today is January 20th. What's special about today? Um, It's the uh, vernal equinox. I don't know. Every
5: <laughs> damn day. Every day can't be a holiday.
0: Well, it is a holiday today. Oh, okay. you, know, the, you know, there's like a little holiday every day. A little yeah, dumb, national, little dumb holiday. It is. National Nash. Pretzel Day or something. Yeah, today is National Disc Jockey Day, Matt. Hey, how about that? That's right. And you know why it's January 20th? I, no clue. I don't know either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's because one of the uh, original disc jockeys, one of the famous, most famous disc jockeys of all time, died on this day 57 years ago. Alan Freed, who coined the term... Rock and roll. Rock and roll. That's right. Didn't he? Wasn't he like the first DJ to play the Beatles, too? I thought. Maybe. That could be true. It's it's very possible. Huh. Very possible. Well, DJs get their own day, huh? But he actually got in big trouble for like payola. And that's how he lost his career. <laughs> oh, for taking money to play <laughs> songs. Yeah, right. Yeah, we can't do that here. Uh, some facts about DJs that you may not know. And I want to share this with you. A, DJ stands for disc jockey. Because we actually used to spin discs. I missed that era. I don't know if you did. No, we're button jockeys now. Like you yeah. said, we're BJs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it is uh, one of the sexiest jobs in the world. What? According to Tinder, radio personality is one of the most right swipe jobs you can have.
4: Mm, well, I, I I don't think I can speak to that on my own. Are you on Tinder? Uh, I was at one point, and nobody swiped on me. But what? I didn't put that I was a disc jockey. See, that's what you were doing wrong. I figured that would be a turnoff. Well, see,
0: there's a difference. You put DJ and they people think headf- like yeah. headphones at the club. <laughs> EDM guy. Right. That's not what we do. No, we're way different than that. Uh, when people ask us why we do what we do, and the a- number one answer is it's fun. I have no other skills. Honestly, that's, I can't do anything else. That's what the other half
4: said. Really? That's what the other half said. I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> I can't work <laughs> in an office. I could probably... I always wonder what I will do when they eventually tell me to hit the bricks from this place. And uh, I think maybe delivery of some sort. It's always garbage man. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to be a garbage man. I should have when I was when I was 18, I should have and I didn't. Pretty sure you can make okay money doing that. You can make a lot of money being working for the public
0: works department. But I will say this, as a as a radio DJ, there's, a, there's something that I want you to know. I personally have no control over the playlist on the radio station. None. That is a misconception. I do not pick what we play on the radio station. It is preset for me before I get in here. So stop blaming me if you don't like the songs that are playing during my show.
4: Stop emailing Kevin nasty letters about (laughs) the songs. He has no control over them.
0: Right. That comes from a higher up office. It doesn't even come from Lou who schedules the songs. You know what I mean? Like it it is a corporate decided thing.
4: It's like a giant. I tell people it's like a giant iPod. We have a screen and the songs kind of just scroll down. Right, I
0: mean, but an iPod you could pick what you play. Oh, that's true. I mean, no, you can't. I mean, iPods are bad. I mean, mean, listen to us instead of iPods.
4: I forgot (laughs) streaming
0: services don't exist. That's right. But being a disc jockey, like a radio DJ, is kind of a lost art because there was a thing that we used to have to do called hitting the post. Yeah, do you remember hitting the post? You still have to do that. (laughs) You don't have to do it. You can be Post Malone and hit that post. But, I mean, hitting it, it as an art form, talking up the ramp. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean nailing it. So it, me, me and Matt are going to practice that now. Oh, we're going to do our DJ ramp-ups? All right, we're going to have two songs that each have a 19-second intro. Oh, God. I'm going right. le- to let you pick your ramp-up here. Uh, uh, either Spin Doctors, Two Princes, or Rick Astley, Never Going to Give You Up. Spin
4: Doctors, Two Princes for me. All
0: right, so uh, your radio station is called 93 The Dong. All right, okay. it's half past the hour. All right. The song is Two Princes You Picked or Rick Astley? Uh, I picked two princes. All right, here we go. 93, the dong. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And uh, hey, here we go. 93.3, The Dog, Rockford's
4: number one dog hit music station. It's half past the hour. Coming up here in about 10 minutes, we're going to give away those prize packs for you to join us at Wacky Willie's Water Park. <laughs> We've got a pair of passes for you to go down the slide. Come join us for a wet Wednesday at Wacky Willie's.
0: Oh! All right, so you talked over the post I a little over bit the there. Post. I couldn't hit it a little bit. It's it's tough to fill 19 seconds with bullcrap. It right. really is. How did I do they uh, do? I give you a B plus because you talked over. Yeah. Otherwise, it was an A. You sounded like you had a lot of energy there. Thank you. Uh, uh, did you did you go out with the station name as well? Oh no, I didn't. See, it, there's there was an old rule: first in, last out. First thing you say, last thing you say. All right, let's see you do it. I'll try. I, I got to do Rick Astley then, right? right
4: what's your is, what are you doing here? Same same
0: thing. The dong. Yeah. It's 93-3, the Dong, rolling through the best hits of the decade. We're gonna be out at Wacky Willie's Water Slide Wonder World this Wednesday night on a wacky water slide Wednesday. We're gonna be out there with the 93 Dong Mobile. We want to see you out there for some prize packs. It's Rick Astley now, never gonna give you up on the dong. Oh, that was perfect. Nailed it! That, well, you nailed that one. Nailed that it. That was great. We used to actually have to do that all the time, and that we actually kind of missed that era as well. We we were just past the area where every break had to be like that oh man thank god right yeah i know <laughs> i'm out of breath just from doing that uh but That's happy uh, national disc jockey day <laughs> appreciate your your radio djs because we love what we do and uh, we hate it when you hate us. Yeah, stop Stop sending Kevin angry letters. Yeah. You're listening to Kev. Now, what do you think of a character like
3: that? 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, doctor. The Morning X.
0: 104.9, The Morning X at 819. It is Kev. Dan on the phone from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Welcome back to the show.
6: Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, you know, I'm putting up this topic on our Facebook page at the ex-Rockford. Uh, Dan, do you have something that you ate or drank at some point in your life and it made you sick, so now you cannot eat or drink that thing?
6: I do. I do. I uh, have this really good bowl of guacamole and chips, and something was in that guac, and it just <laughs> didn't it ag- was not good. Didn't so. agree with you? It was not- like,
0: it Was it like an allergies thing or a food poisoning thing?
6: It was like a, a food poisoning, really hurt my stomach thing. So oh. now every time I see an avocado, I just—I <laughs> mean, I like—I like them. I just can't eat them. And that
0: stinks for you because you're you're definitely a Gen Z, right? And uh, you, I, Gen Z loves that avocado toast. We we
6: sure do. My my girlfriend has it at least twice a week. <laughs> so it's it's definitely I'm missing out on so, the. Uh, so
0: every time your girlfriend has a snack, thing. you feel ill.
6: Uh, I mean, I just, I just let her eat it in a different area. Oh, like, okay, just go do something else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to participate in that topic, you can do that at the X Rockford. In the meantime, though, stuff's going down in the Rockford region this weekend, and Dan is here to fill us in how we can plan our weekend. What's going on?
6: Yeah. So, um, actually, next week on Monday starts a the Rockford Region Restaurant Week, and so that runs the twenty fourth through the thirtieth. Oh yeah. So local restaurants bakeries coffee shops have all been sending in their specials and i've been putting them up on the website and then you're able to just go out it's a good excuse to go try a new restaurant and um, they have some pretty good deals and specials
0: oh yeah for sure food is is porn on this station by the way
6: (laughs) sounds good
0: oh yeah it's it's just one of those things, man. Mouth watering already. You just say all, all you had to say was Restaurant Week, and I was in. Yeah, I was a yes. hundred. I was all go. in. All you had to say was Restaurant Week <laughs> for sure. Uh, I'm I'm excited about it. I, uh, any excuse, like you said, any excuse, uh, and I'll take it.
6: Yeah, so definitely, you if you like food at all, you don't don't want to miss it. Um, also, this weekend the Ice Hogs are have two home games, Friday and Saturday. So. If you haven't seen them yet this season, this would be a great weekend to go do so. And then Friday night's pretty important. They have $2 beers.
0: They so, sure do. That's you know, right. $2 going. Bud Light Night at the BMO.
6: Yeah, so you can actually afford to get a, a beer out at, at a game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, stadiums, they upcharge, and that's just something that stadiums do. And it's their vendors, you know what I mean? It's not necessarily the yeah. stadium. And, uh, you know, when you, when you get a chance to get $2 two dollar Bud Lights at a hockey game, you got to take it
6: yeah you got to take advantage of that.
0: 21 or older by the way, you can't just go up and get one if you're like six.
6: Yes, good good point. <laughs> so don't even think about it
0: little Johnny. Don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and what else yeah, so, What else Dan?
6: So finally here on Sunday, if you're looking for a little bit of uh, music in your life, Polandrino uh, is coming to the Mendelssohn Performing Arts Center. So it's inspired by a trip to Rio. Um, in Brazil, and it's uh, Brazilian-based music and um, lots of fun sounds and good musicians here at the Mendelssohn on Sunday at three. I think we so actually tickets have tickets are
2: ten dollars. Ten dollars in advance. We have
0: some audio from that Sorry. show. Uh, oh, Whoopie do scoop. Okay. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. As you can see, you're going to be in for a treat. Yes. And if you're not into that song, how about this one? So you need to go out and see this show.
6: You do. This is <laughs> same level same level quality there.
0: I know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a jackass. You can say it. It's fine. Like, see, that's just something you need to learn, Dan, is that, that you can call me out when I'm being an a-hole. You're allowed. uh, And on this station, anything goes, man. So uh, if you're like, knock it off, you know, I'll, I'll take a hint. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> but if you're fine with it, I'm going to keep messing with you. That's fine.
6: No, I, I appreciate it. it Live in my morning.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it does. <laughs> I used to say the same thing to Andrea when she used to be on. I used to be like, you got to leave here and be like, this son of a... <laughs> <laughs> but uh no it's uh she seemed cool with it and so do you and uh we appreciate you coming on and let us know every week how we can plan out our rockford area weekend and where can we find more information
6: yeah head to go rockford.com you'll find those specials there for restaurant week as well as details about these other events and more so Don't forget to sign up for the weekly e-blast while you're there as well.
0: He's a trooper for putting up with us, Dan, from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Thanks, as always. Yes, thanks for having me.
3: Oh boy, the uh, laxatives just kicked in, so we're going to take a quick break. 1049 The Morning X. It's
0: 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev, and as you know, there's a new Scream movie out in theaters right now, based 25 years after the original story takes place. But what you may not know is that there is a real story behind the movie Scream, and on the phone right now, I've got... Documentary filmmaker, paranormal investigator, Steve Shippy, Welcome back to the show, Steve. Hey, how you doing? How's life treating you?
9: Oh, uh, it's going good, man. Just uh, taking on a lot of cases and lately a lot of dark cases.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, dark things keep happening, unfortunately. So I think you're going to be busy for a while. Have you seen the new Scream movie?
9: You know, I haven't had the opportunity just yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. I definitely saw the first one. Uh, Way back in the day, went to the theater opening night. So
0: you've definitely learned a lot about the uh, story, though, because you have a new documentary out on Discovery Plus called Shock Docs Scream, the true story. I had no idea that Scream was based on a true story.
9: Yeah, you know, a lot of people uh, are unaware of that. And and I can kind of draw the parallel there uh, on on how that is. So, of course, it's based on. The Gainesville Ripper, uh, Danny Rowling. Now, Danny Rowling had committed a few homicides in his hometown of Shreveport, Louisiana, but then he had fled. He went to Gainesville, Florida. He was kind of hiding out in the woods, homeless, living in a tent where he would be hiding there by day, and then at night he would go stalk his victims. Uh, His victims were college-age women, and of course, Gainesville, Florida is a huge university town. Sure. So, on the campus, there was all these rumors running rampant because for the longest time, there was no, there was no suspect, no description, no vehicle, nothing. So people thought, could it be a fellow student? Could it be a professor? Uh, some people even thought maybe it was a pizza delivery driver that would deliver a pizza and realize who was home and who lived there. And So everyone was looking over their shoulder in this paranoid state, you know, in this, in this college-age community. Uh, and when you, when you think of that and you look at the original Scream premise, you can totally see the parallel.
0: Oh, absolutely, because you're wondering through that whole movie who it could be. It could have been anybody. It could have been Henry Winkler, the teacher. It could, it could have been, you know, the boyfriend. It could have been the best friend, you know, and it, was, uh, it could have been the creepy kid who who loved horror movies. You know, it could have been anybody. Absolutely. And so uh, this guy was not a student uh, among the students like they were in the movie. Uh, so he, he had to traveled there from Shreveport. So you investigated the site yourself for the documentary.
9: Yes, yes, we did. Yeah, we started the investigation by going to uh, the town of Gainesville, Florida, and going to that campsite. Uh, that I was telling you about. That's where Danny would kind of plot his crimes and and, and bring his, and I hate to say it, but souvenirs back from these crime scenes. And and he would record all of these strange audio diaries, cassette after cassette. And uh, we actually placed some of that audio actually in the documentary, Scream the True Story.
0: That's got to be chilling to listen to.
9: Yeah, very. It's very disturbing.
0: What did you feel while you were there? Because, I mean, like, as far as spirits go, malevolent spirits or, you know, spirits perhaps of the victims that were taken uh, set as that is. uh, What what do you think you were feeling while you were there?
9: Well, we are feeling many different things, of course, you know, and Cindy being a psychic medium was picking up on his energy. Uh, She was often confused, which is very rare for her, saying she was being uh, manipulated by some type of energy. At times, she thought it was Danny. At times, she thought it was something darker. Uh, Throughout that investigation, that was continuously happening, and then ultimately, all roads led us back to his hometown of Shreveport, Louisiana. So we went there to investigate, and were actually able to investigate danny's childhood home
0: uh and danny himself claimed that he was possessed uh by a demon right and he's not the first person to to say that that someone who had been a killer he wasn't the first person to say that i believe there was even another shock doc uh, about a guy who inspired one of the conjuring movies who tried to use that as a defense in court Uh, is that is that a common thing
9: Uh, you know i in in a bizarre way yes um it, it is strange that there are some of these you know notorious killers uh that claim that there was some type of spiritual influence or particularly a demonic influence. Uh, Richard Ramirez, uh, you know, uh, son of Sam, David Berkowitz, there's, there's a lot of cases where you see strange parallels like that. And, and, and Danny Rowling, the Gainesville Ripper, didn't just claim that after he was caught. Uh, when you listen to these audio diaries that he had been recording and all of these strange drawings, and again, you know, we show that in the documentary, uh, show them, he was claiming this was happening Uh, the entire time. In his mind, it was absolutely real. Uh, We don't know where he encountered this demonic spirit or where the opening was. And there's all, you know, in in me, just kind of on a side note, I, I, I wonder sometimes if he wasn't possessed by something or oppressed by something, he may have inadvertently brought it on by believing that he was and then committing these murders, which at some point could almost be viewed as sacrifices in the name of this this demon, which would in fact really conjure one.
0: Yeah, you know, they talk about demonic possession a lot, but something I don't think people know about is something called demonic oppression where it's, it's not necessarily the demon possessing you, but it's the demon telling you what to do. Uh, so you think it was more like that?
9: Well, you know, I, I guess what I'm saying is it's, um, I mean, certainly it is possible. And, yet, yeah, there is a difference between oppression and possession. Oppression is typically the stage that happens before you are completely taken over. I see. Uh, but, But it's very hard to say because, you know, Danny... Like many other serial killers, uh, you know he was extremely abused, traumatized as a child from the violence that took place, and we all know that it does seem to be kind of a, a recipe that we see uh, in the childhoods of, of these notorious killers that are caught later on, and we find out all this information.
0: Uh, talking to Steve Shippy, he's a documentary filmmaker behind Shock Docs, The Scream, the true story, screaming now on Discovery Plus. Uh, it's definitely going to change the way I watch a Scream movie if I go back and review them for sure. So you, if you watch, knowing that this was based on something really horrific that happened. It, because, I mean, in the in the movie, they kind of, I guess, did an homage to all those slasher films. But to know that there's a real parallel behind it changes everything.
9: Yeah, definitely. They're definitely homage to all the slasher films. But then, you know, the, as you and I are discussing now, it, it, it is also very eerie to know that the fabric of Scream really did come from a real-life horror film, so to speak. You know, something that's, you know far worse because it's it's real and nonfiction.
0: Uh, if you want to learn more, uh, where can you go to find out more about you and about your uh,
9: movie? Oh, well, uh, you could go to the streaming platform, Discovery Plus, and again, just type in Scream or Scream the True Story, and all that will come up right there. Um, in fact, I believe they even have a free trial, so you can check it out that way, and it's available now.
0: It's out right now, as as well as uh, some of the other stuff that Steve has done right there on Discovery Plus. Uh, Steve, we definitely appreciate you jumping out with us,
9: man. Hey, thank you so much for having me here. 1049 The Morning Exit is
0: Kev And uh, taking a look here at our Facebook page at The X rock where we posed a question yesterday. uh, Because when I was 16, that was the first time I ever got drunk. And my friends and I all got together, all 16, all have never gotten drunk before. And we got a case of Bud Light. And uh, we drank it, and we didn't realize that alcohol takes a while to make you drunk. So we got through three or four beers. We really didn't feel anything. We're like, oh, this stuff's weak. So we kept on chugging it. And eventually uh, we became very sick. I like barfed an entire bag of Doritos mixed with Bud Light all over the backyard fence. Uh, and it was probably the worst night of my life. And I, still to this day, I can't even smell Bud Light without feeling like I, I'm smelling vomit. And uh, I can't eat it. It makes me sick. I uh, can't drink it. It makes me sick to think about it. I'm still okay with Doritos though. So my question was, is there something that you ate or drank? That made you sick, and now you can never eat or drink that thing again. We got some responses on our Facebook page at The X Rock. We'll go through some of these now. Uh, Joyce says, split pea soup. Never ate it again. (laughs) I decided to stop eating split pea soup after I saw The Exorcist. There's a good reason for that. Josh says, Long Island Iced Tea. Teresa says, milk. She can use it to cook or on cereal, but drinking it, no. You know, my, my, my aunt was the same way. She couldn't drink milk. My, parent, my, my grandparents made her drink it, and she threw up in her spaghetti one day. Uh, Dr. McGillicuddy's says, uh, Kimberly, was over 20 years ago and still can't stand the smell of mint to this day. And that's what it is. It was a long time ago, but still, the Bud Light smell just triggers that gag reflex for me. Ashlyn says, uh, sweet tea vodka. Marlon says, peach schnapps, or schnapps, I should say, peach schnapps, which is kind of difficult to say. Peppermint schnapps says Stacy. So yeah, there's a lot of alcohol here. But uh, Heidi says gummy worms. Gummy worms made you sick? Were you eating sugar-free gummy worms? Because if you eat too many sugar-free gummy worms, you end up with real bad stomach problems because of the sugar alcohols in there, uh, which are neither sugar or alcohol. Little science fact there. Mark says rock and rye. Robitussin cough syrup says Lisa. That's a different one. How much of that stuff did you drink? That it made you sick uh, Amanda had a whole list Fish, chocolate chip cookies, McRib, red wine, Goldschlager And apparently this happened quite often I asked her uh, All those things together or on their own She said on their own So yeah, she didn't eat all those at once Which would make sense that it made her sick Yolanda says corn in a cup What the hell is corn in a cup? She says sometimes it sounds good But she can't bring herself to do it again And uh, you know, once you've tasted something You used to love in vomit form It's never the same And I guess that makes sense, and I guess that puts a nice little wrapper on this topic uh, because people still got to eat breakfast. But check it out on our Facebook page at The X Rockford.
3: Someone dropped off free donuts in the kitchen, we're going to go down there and lick them all. That's hot. We'll be right back on The Morning X. Matt
0: Hall is here. Matt, you coming out to our blood drive tomorrow? Uh, I I think I just gave blood, so I don't know if I can. Yeah, I I don't know. How how long ago was it, Matt? Uh, A month. Month, yeah, that I don't think you can give. You gave a month. Ah, ago. well, I should have waited. Well, no, you gave anyway, which is good because there's a huge blood shortage right I now. I know there is definitely important. So, at uh, eight a.m. tomorrow, Jack's Pub. You should be out there uh, for the rock and roll up your Sleeve blood drive. And uh, right now, though, we got we got a very important thing to talk about. What's that? We got We got to catch you up in the world of science. Great. Right? And now science. Sh-t. That's a creative intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with this. A Bulletin of Atomic Scientists announced its update to the Doomsday Clock. Oh, they're always updating that thing. It represents how close we are to annihilating ourselves. Uh, they left it at 100 seconds to midnight, which, okay. is, which is where it was last year. And that is the worst it's ever been. Well, you know, we're always about to annihilate ourselves. I don't think about it too much anymore. And that's the thing. This isn't like when an asteroid is going to hit us or when, you know, there's going to be like a, a, an extreme explosion in the center of the earth or something. Our own doing. It's when we're going to take ourselves out. Oh, well, any day now. That's it. We've been doing that ever since humans existed. Yep. We've been on our way there, which is why a doomsday clock was even invented. Hmm. I'm not sure how they calculated though. I've never really read into that. Who knows? I should, I should do a deep dive. Yeah, why don't you? On the doomsday clock. get into that. <laughs> uh, SpaceX... Mm-hmm. They put their 2,000th Starleaks Starlink satellite into orbit. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen these things, the, the Starlink satellites? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, a couple of years ago, I went outside. I was walking the dog, and I looked up into the sky, and it lo- what it looks like is a long line of stars just floating across the sky. And I was like, oh, no, aliens are here. <laughs> It's just satellites. I, because I'd never heard of what that was. Well, it was just a long line of dots, <laughs> like glowing <laughs> dots floating across the sky. It looks like a pair of... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not like that. <laughs> not like the Austin Powers thing. It was it was just a, a. if you saw stars in the sky in a row, like Christmas lights. Cool. But they're moving across. I was like, what the hell is that? I was freaked out. Elon
4: Musk has just taken over space. I don't like where he's heading
0: and what he's doing. You don't know what the Starlink satellites are for? Advertising, I think. No. The Starlink satellites are to make it so we can have free internet on Earth. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so we could just use it like, like turning on a TV. You know, you, get, you can get a satellite signal from the TV. Well, I'm sorry. The internet people won't allow that. Money has to be made. You know that, Kevin. <laughs> free are, is not a concept. What are they going to do? Blow up the satellites? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they would. But they can't do that because the satellites are owned by somebody and they'll get sued. You know, a long
4: time ago, Nikola Tesla came up with a way to get free electricity for the entire world and he was shut down. So,
0: And then Elon Musk... Stole his name and used it for a car. I really believe he is. I really believe he's like the reincarnation of Nikola Tesla. Well, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to say he stole a guy's name and slapped it on a car. He also
4: might have done that, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you know this, but a half-mile-wide asteroid zipped past Earth on Thursday. I did know that. Or on Tuesday. Uh, It missed us by one million miles, which, according to NASA, is really close. I mean, the moon is closer to us than that. Is it? Yeah. That's about four times the distance... To the moon. Still, though, I mean, at least they know what's coming, and then maybe they can
4: stop it if there's one on the way. You know, I know Armageddon and that, all that stuff, but, but it does make me feel kind of safe yeah you know, like if they can detect it from that far away, yeah, it's just a matter of uh blowing it up or drilling a hole in the middle of it. I don't all I know it's from movies, so I don't well, know. why don't we ask
0: the dinosaurs how they feel about asteroids? Well, they didn't have Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's there right. was no dinosaur Bruce Willis. they didn't have a ragtag team of oil drillers to fly up. To <laughs> they did not <laughs> that
4: that whole idea hypothesis is ridiculous. You would never send unexperienced people to for the fate of the world. maybe you would though, I don't know look what world times we're living in now, so. Well, if Ben Affleck's involved,
0: we're all effed. Yeah, he was a terrible Batman, so. <laughs> Researchers have grew a thick tuft of hair on a mouse, and they say it could lead to stem cell-based cure for baldness someday. Yes, thank God. <laughs> i got about five years left. That's good news for me. <laughs> and good news for you as well. Oh, cue ball Kev over here. <laughs> I'm telling you, I told you yesterday, you can rock it. You can pull it off. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with the baldness, to be honest. I don't. I don't see it as a weakness. I don't see it as a, a fault. Uh, and you know what? When you shave your head clean, ladies really like it. Do they? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. like when it's nice and smooth and they can r- run their hands over oh, it. And that, like when I was single, it definitely got a lot of women to be like, can I touch your head and see what it's like? It was kind of nice. Well, don't worry my ball, brother. I'll be there soon. <laughs> you really got to hit the D when you say that, because it sounded like you called me your ball brother. Oh, that and, too. And well, that, <laughs> and that sounds like we had some sort of weird ritual in the bathroom. Well, who uh, says we didn't?
3: <laughs> 104.9, The Morning X will return after Kev's done crop dusting the country station.
0: 104.9, The Morning X at 818. It is Kev, and we've got the only guest on our show that has his own entrance music. Get no doubt, get get like a WWE wrestler, it's Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs.
2: Yeah, exactly the same but completely opposite of the WWE entrance music, right? Uh,
0: I can see, I can see you in the ring, man. I, I can see you <laughs> shirt off in the little undies with the high boots.
2: Uh, I, I'm the guy that like you see every episode, every show, but never win. You know? <laughs> right? And sometimes it's like, wait, is that the same guy that wrestled earlier? Yeah, oh, he just changed his shorts.
0: Yeah, you're the guy that they throw in just just so Hulk Hogan can win.
2: that's <laughs> yes, right. Oh, and what an honor it is! By the way, to have entrance music, I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> Not too many people do, man. You're the only one so far, so uh, you can hold on to that honor, that title, and retire as paper champ.
2: I, I don't get like a belt or anything. Speaking what? of like wrestling, or I, I mean, that'd be kind of cool.
0: I mean, I don't have one, but we we can we can make one for sure that will probably
2: be like a paper mache or something. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I learned I learned how to make a, a string of macaroni when I was a kid, so I could probably make a macaroni belt. That's about all I got.
2: That's about uh, all I got for you. All uh, right. Uh, so, well, we'll discuss. We'll discuss <laughs> offline. All right. So, uh, <laughs>
0: Rockford Ice Hogs tonight at the BMO Harris Bank Center as uh, Texas is in town. Is that right?
2: Yeah, uh, Texas twice this weekend. Would that make it a Texas two-step? I guess it would. Yeah, oh, well, We're look at that. Cliches. Yeah, I know. I, I pulled that one out. <laughs> that up, enough. we we'll have to use that again today.
0: Hey-ho! There we go. That's right. Texas is in town. We
2: need those banjos. <laughs> <laughs> now, can you believe we only have two more WXRX $2 beer nights? So tonight you can take advantage of that. I think we have one in a couple weeks. But we've had a lot of Friday games here uh, first half of the year we don't have a whole lot second half so two dollar beers tonight got to take advantage of that
0: definitely got to take advantage of that beer makes it better
2: yeah it makes pretty much everything better doesn't it is that true is that a scientific fact i know we we like to throw out uh scientific facts in this segment <laughs> throw out another one.
0: we do we're not qualified scientists but i will say that at least you know a beer or two <laughs> makes something more enjoyable i mean if you if you're if you're a beer guy or a beer gal uh, definitely a couple of beers why not i mean if, if you go too far with it though you'll end up in trouble
2: Yes, yeah, so that, that is i've heard that i've heard that rumor before so uh, <laughs> come enjoy a couple enjoy some hockey and uh, it'll be a good night good friday night good way good way to start the weekend
0: and uh, what kind of special things are happening at the stadium otherwise this weekend
2: Oh, uh, tomorrow's our big autism awareness night. So it's actually it's one of my favorite games of the year. And uh, game time tomorrow is 6 o'clock. Um, we're going to be wearing some special jerseys that will be auctioned off. Uh, all proceeds are going to go to the autism program at Easter Seals. We're going to have mystery pucks that folks can buy, uh, pucks that are signed by, by members of the Ice Dogs, members of the Blackhawks, including the likes of Patrick Kane, Marc-Andre Fleury, Seth Jones. We just got a whole bunch of pucks. we got like 400 of those mystery pucks. Um, and it, uh, there's going to be a lot of different activities around the concourse. We're going to try to give away a car tomorrow during the second intermission. we got a whole lot going on tomorrow. It's going to be fun.
0: And what time is the, is the game tonight and tomorrow?
2: Tonight is 7 o'clock, doors open at 6. Tomorrow is 6 p.m., doors open at 5.
0: Great. So here's what you're going to do tomorrow. You're going to go out and uh, give some blood at our blood drive at Jack's Pub in the morning. Then when you regain your blood sugar, you're going to go out and catch a hockey game.
2: Yeah, that, that that sounds like a day. You're going to help that out like a Saturday, right there. Yeah, you're
0: going to help out two great causes in one day tomorrow.
2: Yeah, how about that? Give blood, come help out the autism program at Easter Seals, and uh, you know it's like January. That's two good deeds out of the there. I, I don't know what's what's the uh, quota for good deeds in the year. You got to get like four. You can knock two of them out tomorrow. Yeah, one per quarter. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, it's kind of working ahead,
1: right? And then you don't
0: have to do anything till late spring. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> uh well, if we want to get tickets to tonight or tomorrow's game, how do we do it?
2: Uh you can stop or uh, log on to I do you log on? By the way, you log on to it to a website anymore. I think that's an outdated term. No, you just but go just anyways, You just go to the website. Up, yeah, go to com or you can call 815-968-5222. That number again. 815-968-5222.
0: Now, Mike, you're not totally a dinosaur by saying log on to the website, uh, because you didn't say the W's. If you still say the W's in a website, you're a dinosaur, basically. If you would have said log on to www.icehogs.com, <laughs> then then you would know you're a little behind the times. But uh, you're, I think you're in the clear for now.
2: Yeah, I knew that the segment was on a time limit, so I didn't want to throw out the www. <laughs> what, what is even the point of that anymore?
0: You don't even need to type the W's.
2: No. It, and and you know like the like the backslashes or the colon one of those when they were developing that I developed that whole thing with with like you know logging on to the websites or going on to the websites even the guy that put that in there was like, we probably don't need this. Right. Why would you put it in there?
0: <laughs> HTTPS colon slash slash <laughs> www.icehogs.com for tickets. I think I'm
2: going to give out the website that way for now on.
0: All right. The paper champ himself, Mike Peck of the Rockford Ice Hogs. We appreciate it, man. Go catch a game this weekend, and we will uh, talk to you next Friday. All right. Go Hogs. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike.
3: We are going to take a break because sitting on your ass and drinking coffee in between fart jokes is just so exhausting. 1049. The Morning X. That's
0: going to do it for the Morning X this week podcast. As always, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for catching up on the podcast. Text Kev and your message to 59457. Let me know what you thought.